Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cheese and pickle. That was an erotic start to Come Strictly Dancing. <laughs> it's musicals week. Come on. You're going to do Sub Octangle. It's proper. Come on. It's the best week. It's the best, it's the best week apart from movies and Halloween. It is the best week for my my, my not at all gay but very much musical loving <laughs> husband. I like um, musicals. That's okay. No, you love musicals. Yeah. Let's not beat around the bush. Um, I'm Julia Rayside. He's Joel Morris. This is Come Strictly Dancing and it is Musicals Week. Jazz hands, tits and teeth. We're doing the whole the whole podcast constantly jazz handing throughout. <laughs> if you can hear the waft of air past the mic, that's what that is. Just it's just relentless yeah. jazz hands. Exactly, exactly. Um, it was a brilliant week. I don't know about you, but I think in terms of quality, one of my favourite weeks. Yes, quarterfinal and it's the point where you go halfway through. I was thinking, well, how many are there to go? Oh, there's only three. Six is the right number of dances. Six is the magic number. The, the Adela Sol were wrong. Yeah, but it's, it's six. It's the right number of people to have like a favourite and a less favourite, but not have anyone you really don't like. Exactly, exactly. But also that means ultimately it leads to heartbreak in the dance-off, which we will come to. Yes, it's going to get sort of, yeah, you're going to lose someone really good. But this is an amazing point in the competition where everybody is going to come out and dazzle you. Yeah. Which I really, I, yeah, the certainty that I was going to enjoy all of it made it sort of you know when you're watching someone and you're worried they might do something wrong just to lose that feeling and oh, to go it's oh gone. it's going to be brilliant yes absolutely just a few total confidence in, in the entertainment on hand having said that though the opening montage this week or not it's not a montage it's a medley that's the right word yes. the other end word I'm thinking of so obviously they're trying to encompass musicals the yes. theme the kind of you know the the, the, the feeling the, the, yeah. the, the vibe and they kind of obviously just tried to pack in as many shows as possible. <laughs> it was one of the. It was a stars on forty five grade medley, it was, wasn't it? It was quite fast. It was ridiculous. <laughs> obviously, there were some musicals. I guarantee you, some people were going, "What's that? What, no, what's Rent? It was. What? It was designed entirely <laughs> to irritate your nan yeah. or your mum, depending on how old you are. It was. It was a list of musicals, all of which were fairly yeah. recent, because it was good. Because it was a way of saying it's like a was, pick of the current West End or most recent yeah. West End. Yeah. And then when you sort of include it, you go, "Well, actually, some of these are thirty years old, so it's I completely know. legit." But it was a way of saying. We're not going to do Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. It's not all Oklahoma. And it's not all singing in the rain. Yeah. But they, they had this list of very, very current to show the vibrancy of musical theatre yeah, still going I guess on. So. But it was just designed to make the mums and dads on the sofa go, I don't know this one. What's this no, one? I know. Exactly. When I had to look up Legally Blonde, I've no idea. What I, I was about to say, I felt really sorry for the people who'd bothered to dress up as Legally Blonde because they got about like less than four seconds. Yeah, it was kind of like one of the. It was, it was like an intros round at a pub quiz where you had to guess very quickly what it was. But yeah, there was some good stuff in it. And it was fun. It's fun to watch them sort of all cartwheeling around to Hamilton and things. It's yeah. Fun. 
And they actually, they did a really nice, the social media has been quite strong this year on Strictly. They did a really nice kind of split screen with six, oh. um, from six, but like with the last six contestants. So they did a really nice take yes. on that. Which actually I would have quite liked to have seen Them just incorporated that. into that. But anyway. That did open, of course, but it was a school desk thing. And I thought immediately... Dad Sampson. Oh, Eurovision's Dad Sampson. From the 2006 Eurovision final doing Teenage Life. I was Teenage ho- Life, I was hoping it. it would be a Dad Sampson mega mix with all of Dad Sampson's hits, but it wasn't. It was some other musicals. It must have been very disappointing for you. I know how much you love Dad Sampson 2006 British Eurovision entry. As a straight man who loves musicals in <laughs> Eurovision, it's very important to me. <laughs> Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Anyway. Also, we must we must obviously mention that one of the choreographers for the open choreographers yeah. For the opening uh, segment was Odi Mabuse. Who was in the crowd. Who was back and looking amazing and sitting in the crowd. And it was like a very sort of, oh my God, she's back. Lock the doors. Don't let her leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she wants a career outside of Strictly, but I don't think she should be allowed to have one. <laughs> I she, want her back. She's made the mistake of coming back in the room. That's yeah, it. I'm hoping that she's still there now going, please, guys, come on. Come on, my <laughs> dancing. Dance, dance. <laughs> and also, of course, we have to remember... Everyone dancing last night had one less day to train. Yes. Um, because that's, you know, I mean, it, 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 with one of the dancers, I would suggest you could almost tell, but we'll yeah. get to that. Um, as if. That's this, a big chunk of their training. As if time this gone, World though. Cup wasn't already cruel enough to gay people. <laughs> They've made strictly harder. I hate the World Cup. Oh, yeah. I wish it wasn't on. I mean, I hate I it like anyway. It, I don't like now. it being on at Christmas. That's, I, don't no. know if any, I don't know if anyone's tried to book like a pub to have a drink in <laughs> with just friends on the run to Christmas, like you do if you don't like football. And you, you do like, say, gay people's rights and not yeah. killing people when you build stadiums. I mean, if you like those things. Beyond beyond the general boycott, the, the social thing of trying to go for a drink with friends at Christmas somewhere where there isn't where you can speak. Sorry, I've just been doing a lot of this this week, trying to book trying to go and see friends before Christmas mm. and everywhere it's just shouting. I mean what we're saying like is it. you're the real victim here, isn't that right? I'm saying people <laughs> will just think of me and my Christmas schedule. It's wrecking everything. You and your World Cup. Football summer. Get back there. <laughs> Okay, on with the dancing. So to open the show in, I think, spectacular style, we had Molly and Carlos who were charlestoning to um, that song from Chicago. Hot Honey Rag. Hot Honey Rag, which to me sounds like a euphemism for something that I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know what. Something you like, to clean up in a sex bar. <laughs> yeah, something intimate that I don't want to look directly at. Uh, have, you got, have you packed an ultra-absorbent Hot Honey Rag? Because <laughs> things are going to get pretty exciting. It's basically it's what's in Shirley's handbag in case something's too adjudicator-friendly. <laughs> She's oh got God. one under the desk. <laughs> Euphemisms, left, right and centre. Yeah, then they were doing Hot Honey Rag, which is the climactic song from Chicago. Where you get a bit of all that jazz right at the end. Yeah. It's sort of one of those tunes. And it, so obviously, again, they came out with this styling, her as a kind of trad 30s flapper, yeah. just sparkling from head to toe, looking absolutely phenomenal. And just pulling off, I think, one of the routines of the series. Absolutely. It was breathtaking. There was acrobatics. Um, just the crispness of all of her. What, every every move looked professional. Yeah. Next to Carlos, next to any other dancer, she just now looks professional. I yeah, think. she's gone beyond a, the big question with, with Helen was, could Helen pull off sass? And that's been, that's been her oh, journey. Yes. Mm. And the one with Molly's could 
Molly pull off being sort of adult, grown up, not just yeah. a bouncy poppet. Yeah. And this was an example of how far she's come. It was, oh, was brilliant. I love watching I mean, her. I love She Can't Go. I love this number. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice that really, again, the choreography, I think, was really obvious this week because they were having to take choreography that's set from musicals yeah. and move them for very often for dancers or arrangements to dancers that don't fit the musical. And this one, she comes out with Lauren, so they're being Velma Kelly and, and oh, Boxy God, Art. And they looked so great and together. And they looked like Zellweger and Catherine Zeta Jones from yeah. the Rob Marshall movie. And they were next to each other. And you thought, well, what are you going to do? This is a the whole point of this song is it's the two killer girls together. Yes. And I went, well, wait, what are you going to do with the boy? Right. And then obviously Carlos comes up as Billy Flynn and they do the dance together. It was really seamlessly done, but you did get to see the point of the song, which is two murderesses dancing together Completely. at the beginning. It was lovely. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, and I thought, yeah, the choreography was just, I think it was out of this world. He showcased that woman. Yeah. I was saying um, earlier this week is the week where you go, well, look, it's six incredible dancers now. There's there's not a huge amount to choose between them. Your job now is to find what really makes them shine as a, as a pro, as a choreographer, and just give them lots of that. The styling, yeah. the dance, the, the choice of music. This is now the shop window for everything they've learned. Can show them off. Yeah, this is, this is you know, obviously for some of them, this is nearly the end of the road. The ones who don't make it to the final, let's really show what they can do. Um, and it- I thought this was a great example of that. I think... It's everything I love watching her do. She did it in one routine and it was just breathtaking. I stopped, rewound, watched it again because I really enjoyed it. Then I got my phone and I looked up Hot Honey Rag from the film. Did you? And watched that version to see what they'd done that was different. It's completely different. Oh, wow. But the music that's in it, within the film and the stage show includes uh, a routine with machine guns. Ah. And that's why I was going, oh, this has got machine guns now. I remembered it having machine guns in it. Yeah. I thought, you can't do that. Not really on Strictly, On Strictly. No. And no. The, there's the bit at the end where it's got a machine gun, dig, 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 where all the lights go out. Yes. And that's them shooting the lights out right. in the choreography and the thing. And they did it. And I, I wrote down before I even remembered there were machine guns, this is like her dancing to a machine gun. It was dig, 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 dig. Ah. And they'd managed to do the choreography and they'd captured all the energy of quite a violent, sexy, naughty, yeah, yeah, yeah. transgressive dance yeah. without doing any of the naughty stuff. It was but perfect family entertainment. Making it very palatable. Really clever. Family that audience. That is clever. And if that's not her audition for Roxy Hart, then I do not know what <laughs> this is. was the This was what's known as Auditions Week for what happens is. if you do go out of Strictly, where you're going next. I know, exactly. Um, which is why I'm so sorry Ellie's not still here because I think that definitely is an avenue that could be open to her. I did say that out loud. Depending on what her singing voice when is they like. did, it was a little bit of a montage. I think it was a montage of the dance-off and I went, oh, I miss Ellie. I know. And this week was a, no- a week I really missed Ellie. Yeah, I, I would she'd, like have, to... she'd have done really well this yeah, week. But yes. So Anyway, so obviously expectations are very high. The audience reaction, the pros in, in, the, in yeah. the studio audience, everyone was pretty hyped after this. Um, Shirley said it was perfection. Um, also, you look like you were having a ball. Anton said wonderful execution. You've upped your game. Uh, Craig said your elbow was a little bit low, darling. <laughs> That's and, a classic and, Craig. Yeah. He's literally fun. I think your nostril was slightly too flat. Literally, like, oh my God. Uh, but he did. He said, you know, it had power and it had energy and it was great. And Motsi said that side by side stuff with Lauren that you were talking yeah. about. Just absolutely stunning. And uh, she said she was shining out there. Craig gave her a nine. Anton also a nine, which I think everyone was quite surprised at. Yeah. And obviously Shirley and Motsi tens. Um, that was a full-on 10 for me. Yeah, definitely. In I my inexpert opinion, that is across the board, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, and an yeah. extra few 10s for luck. Yeah, I really, 80. <laughs> I really enjoyed all the routines this week, and that one was possibly my favourite, I think. But it's her highest scoring dance. Good. Carlos was in bits. He was blubbing and blubbing and blubbing, and Claudius wanted to draw attention to that at the end because it kind of got slightly lost in Molly just being yeah. enthusiastic and lovely. He was just 
sobbing and it was very very sweet it's a real release obviously again as we said it's a short week because of the world cup um and obviously they've worked doubly hard so the emotions were my god this is just another example of the patriarchy squashing women and lgbtq people exactly and it's it's as bad as when tony adams did a dance about football and sports strictly (laughs) let's never speak of it again Okay, then we had a nice, a very nice terms and conditions from Samantha Barks, um, who is currently, I think she's in Frozen the Musical playing yeah. Elsa at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, she sang a bit of Let It Go, which but is it, all you really wanted her to do. I love it. You always forget that because when they c- get a live person comes on and does a, does a terms and conditions, yeah. it's an audition to be a television presenter sure. or to do Strictly. I like those. Yeah. When it goes to VT, it's always like a Eurovision judge it voting is, panel. Is, yeah. So it's always slightly awkward. I thought she did it quite well. She did it fine. And wasn't she a Nancy? She might Do you remember when we got completely obsessed with um, Find Me a Nancy, which it wasn't called that. But. Why do you expect me to be able to identify Nancys at a distance? Is it because I like musicals and Eurovision and Strictly? Well, so uh, the, 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 the incredible show, which I'm so sad they can't... I think it might have been one of my favourite ever things on BBC yeah. One. It was it John Barrowman and I can't remember who else on the judging panel. And it was um, young musical actresses, hopefuls, yes. auditioning to be Nancy in the new production of Oliver. It was called I'll Do Anything. I'll Do Anything to Be a Nancy. Yeah, that's it. Oh, what a Nancy it up big style. It was and good. obviously, uh, Jodie Pranger went on to win it. Yeah. And, you know, I think you could see the um, Cameron McIntosh and the producer a bit like, oh, bollocks, we wanted Jessie Buckley. Obviously, she's now got on to be the most extraordinary Hollywood star. Yeah. They and found jo- some Jody talented Pranger people. is, I'm sure, also having a lovely time. But Samantha Barks, I think, was one of the Nancys. That's ringing a bell, actually. I, it was one of those astonishing talent searches where it found loads of talent. It, I mean, absolutely <laughs> shit tons. Um, and I remember our favourite thing about it always, always every week, and I'd still go and seek these out on YouTube sometimes if you can find them they're so funny is at the end when one Nancy is inevitably eliminated they have to ascend into this into the 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 what's the what's it called the, the gods rig. yeah on, <laughs> the a, light on rig. a kind of was it a moon or what were they flying on? They, they, were, they were carried up with the slight clunky clumsiness of the way that Ellie went to the sky exactly, in her, exactly. her seat belt so they're flown into the wings on a kind of hanging piece of apparatus yeah. while they sing is it not as long as he needs me. What do they sing? No, what, they, what would happen is... Or that, am I thinking of Dorothy's? They, no, they did it in the Nancy's as well. They, they did, they, they? would they? carry people out. What would happen is that it was an alternative <laughs> Carried to, them out on a stretch. Well, it was an alternative to the way that Nancy's <laughs> one was, would have been done if I'd been in charge of it. It was a man I'm with, thinking um, of the Dorothy's. I don't know how they got rid no, of the Nancy's. No, what happened to the Nancy's is a man with stubble and a, and a bulldog <laughs> came up and beat her to death by a misty bridge while she sat as long as he needs me. That was the classy way you got rid of uh, Jesse Buckley. <laughs> I'm really glad I went down this avenue now. But yeah, no, I, Are we off subject? Have we gone off topic? Do you know what? Normally we're quite good at staying on it, but this week oh, it's I the, feel like we've gone a bit giddy. Do you know why that is? It's because you've brought a mince pie. I know, I know. Christmas-y. It's Christmas month now, so there's a mince pie to accompany. I know. If I try and eat one, oh, now Joel's just taking a big bite of his. If mm. I try and eat a mince pie now, right. something about the presence of a microphone near my mouth will make me instantly cough and choke to death, so right. I'm not going to do it. Have a mince pie afterwards. Okay. Don't chew near the microphone, please, darling. <laughs> So next we come to Hamza and Yavita, who did, ah, oh, we predicted this like last mm. week, the week before, didn't we? A samba, they did a samba to the Lion King. Simba that samba. song from the Simba, Simba samba, samba to Simba the Lion samba. King. Yeah. And um, I, know, I know he's a wildlife presenter, but it's just real, like, I'm, and again, this is just, you know, it feels a little lazy that Nancy has to do Miss Saigon and Hamza has to do the one with all the African sounding music on it. It's like, seriously? It was a bit matchy matchy, wasn't it? You could give them something it? just totally different to do, just yeah. to mix it up a bit. But Actually, that, that, they're usually pretty good at that. It was kind of... But then I'd said last week that I was finding him slightly... 
because his high point was that amazing Afrobeat yeah. walk, I think. Oh, God, it, it was so kind of putting good. him back in what feels like his comfort zone. Yeah, and maybe. you know you'll get Motsi on side with this because you'll get really excited. Um, and it kind of that kind of worked. It was really sweet in the VT. He said, um, as a cameraman. And I went, oh, God, yes, technically you're a cameraman. He says he's not even like calling himself a presenter at this point. Yeah, because yeah, his yeah. actual skills that he learned as a cameraman. I thought that's a brilliant mm. thing to remind us that he's he's come a long way from his comfort zone. Yeah. And it made me think of other cameramen I'd like to see on Strictly Come Down like Maybe Roger Deakins. <laughs> Ken Moore. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want all the big names from from camp, all the cinematographers, uh, Vladimir, uh, uh, Vilmos Sigmund, everyone. I want them to come and do Strictly Come Dance. Just a cameraman special, just all of them. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone would agree with you, Joel. That's not an, an abnormal. What request would Christmas be without that? Just a cinematographer's dance contest. <laughs> Make it happen. Um, so I th- again, sambas always leave me a little bit cold. Apart from Fleurs, we've discussed yes. that was absolutely freaking amazing. Um, but his, I really liked his little solo bit in this. That's what I, I wrote thought, down. Solo spot, gorgeous. Just so gorgeous. Just really, really edible. The way he moves his body, and they all kept talking about this. They've they've talked about this from day one. It's so entrancing watching him isolate. The different muscles in his yeah. body. It's just, it's incredible. And, you know, because he's not shaped like a traditional dancer, yeah. it should be even harder to kind of see when bit, little tiny bits of him moving. But he is just like an articulate, he's like a, what's articulated like that? Like well, a, like I, a, like a... I immediately thought of Jack... Train! I thought, no, I thought of <laughs> Laurie. I thought of uh, Jack Lemon's line from Some Like It Hot. He's like Jello on Springs. Yes! When he's watching Marilyn Monroe walk off. And yeah. There's something about the way he's moving the body, which is sensuous and undulating. It is in a sensual. quite sort of a, like, it, it's it's not like uh, sharp and angular, like a sort of really sort of staccato no. tango dance. And I, I wrote that for, I, wrote, I was making little notes of words as you go through, which when you're watching it to do this <laughs> podcast. Of words. Notes of words. Um, and I wrote the word undulating for both these first two dances. Yeah. There were moments where both of them sort of undulated and sort of had a sort of snake-like mm-hmm. movement to them. It's really elegant to watch and I imagine really hard to pull off and not look chaotic. Do you think he's just very, very closely studied snakes? Maybe he's using wildlife techniques all the way through and they should do that in the in it. the training montage just illustrated by showing you animals that do that. <laughs> they should have done. He, he's, trip, do, he's like a frilled lizard and his neck's gone up. <laughs> <laughs> he is injecting venom into your Vita. So, she, so she's paralysed. Just frightening. Yeah, um, just yeah the, uh, Anton used the word rippling said he was That's really the impressed. Word. Anton had a better word than he me. He did. Rippling. rippling. Rippling like a raspberry is what he should have said is Anton, but he didn't. He yeah. just said he was rippling. Um, Craig said he had to agree. There were fantastic hips, fantastic um, samba walks. Um, his knees could have come in slightly, but basically he said it was brilliant. So just always giving himself the out to not get the turn paddle out. Always, always doing that. <laughs> Motsi said, um, your body was working in the way that she does. I said it was really great. And... Yeah, and Shirley made a nice point. It was a very, it was a subtle samba. When it started, yeah. it wasn't like a kind of, it wasn't anything like the Afro beat dance they did before. It wasn't thumping. And the, it's it a Latin tune, but they did a kind of very subtle kind of version of it, really. It looked technically impressive. I think it was one of those things it where really you're, not, did. you're not watching them do a jive where you can see all the, the punch and no, kick. No, and no, things. No. It, was, it was quite clever. The, the you thing could they, see the technique. The thing they did miss a chance to do, which is at the end <laughs> when they were up on the high thing, looking up into the clouds, yes. at the message of the face of, of, of Simba's father. Mm-hmm. It didn't do what happened in the real Lion King and spell out the word sex in the sky. <laughs> what? You know that, that urban myth? No. Oh, it's a classic urban myth that so, oh. if you pause the Lion King, the word sex is, is in the sky. Okay. And it's actually the word SFX, the SFX unit did it. But it became oh, one of those really? teenage myths. Do you know the word sex in the sky and the oh. like it? But it would have been a really nice nod. I would have made the dance more sexy if they just, just looked at the word, the word, the word sex, sex above his head. I mean, they should just go for this. If sex they lion. If they, don't, if they don't understand their urban myths and their playground gossip, they're missing a chance. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shirley also did point out that for the first time in a long time, his feet weren't turned in. He'd really worked yeah. on that. And you, and that is really nice when they say, oh, I notice your feet are this, your feet, and, and that he had really worked well, on the detail. We're following as viewers their journey as people, hey. often in the VTs and their relationship with their family and yeah. their confidence and things. But it's nice for the, for the dance judges to say there is a dance journey, things yes. you couldn't do on week one that you can now do. I love it when they point that out. It's nice I to be reminded, isn't see it? See what they're watching. Precisely. Uh, nines across the board. So um, yeah. I, I was surprised I thought he'd get more. But I mean, I can't see where the missing points were. I, with Craig, it's always just a given. But with the others, it's like, well, he seemed to really like it. Just give him a 10. Um, but I guess, again, this week, I mean, 10s could have been out for every dance. And I, I guess they, they were to trying give, to vary it a Give bit. themselves a little bit of room. I thought out of all the dances this week, this was the one I would have given a 9 to. As in the rest of them, I was on my feet yeah. shouting. And this one, I went, that's really good. Exactly. But I think, yeah, weirdly, in a week that was this good, a load of nines is, is you sort of being bottom of the table. Almost. Yeah, I get Well, almost. Yeah, I mean, he's had his time at the top of the table. I'm sure he will again. Yeah. Um, I don't think it hurts him too much to be on 36 points at the end of no. an episode. Not bad at all. So next we have Kim and Graziano, who did the cha-cha-cha to fame. And obviously, he's very sad he did it in the week that Irene Cara died yes. suddenly. Um Which was incredibly sad and sort of tinged it with a bit, a bit of sadness, I think, watching it. But um yeah... Kim, I think she'd had a week off with COVID. She was back, I mean, arguably in fighting form. Yeah. And she performed this brilliantly. But there was, I don't know, and this is me sitting literally, you know, turning into a sofa at this point of the year. I'm so lazy. Um, but there was something that didn't quite, didn't quite click for me. Yeah, I thought it was. this is a really good song for her. Because Such of course, where have we heard her from? And she Pop stars. Looked, she did yeah. talent shows, auditions. She, she and mentioned that. she talked that. about that, yeah. It completely fits her. It was really weird. They she came, looked so good. They all came on and people kept saying, she looks fantastic. Weirdly, everyone looked like they'd come in rehearsal footage outfits. Yeah. Because the whole point of fame is that they're all rehearsal footage I outfits. Know. I know. Uh, it yeah, looked like yeah. sort of this was a fo- rehearsal footage from a long time ago. And leg warmers, yeah, um, yeah. And the reason that fame works is because of that massed dancing. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting about this choreography wise is that she looked at her best mm-hmm. when she was keeping up with all the pros. She she dropped into that crowd of pro dancers and vanished. And I couldn't see her. I went, this is a which brilliant is really impressive, mass yeah. dance, which is a classic West End move. And you're watching the whole chorus all dancing together, all high kicking and things. And it was sensational. And then I went, oh God, I've lost her. Yeah. And I kept losing her in this, but because she's so seamlessly good, what it lacked was, uh, she did do a couple of solo moments, but it lacked those solo moments that, yeah. that the other guys had done so far, where you went, oh, there you are, and you're you're amazing. Um, which is always the risk with the mass dancer weeks, I think. I know, I know, exactly. Um, she did end up in the dance-off, and obviously, at this point in the competition, that is just no mark of quality. It's just a popularity contest yeah. now. They're all, I'd say, almost even Stevens, really. Um the judges really liked her. Um, Craig was sort of zeroed in on just how amazing she looks. You know, you have the body of a 20-year-old. You're in a leotard, darling. Um, yeah, she, he liked everything about it. He didn't really seem to have anything bad to say. His his subsequent eight then I thought was quite surprising. Um, Motsi said it had all the cheekiness of, of the cha-cha-cha. Said you were shining. You're back with a bang. Um Shirley said, you know, again, again refer- referencing her tiny outfit, how great she looked, um, that the, the, the solo bits she did do were really impressive. But I think, yeah, we could have done with more of those um, that she didn't miss a beat. They were so full of praise. Anton said, you're a really good jazz dancer. Uh, perhaps bring your weight a little bit further forward. And I think that was it. Sometimes you have to wait for Anton or one of them to, to put their, fi- their expert finger on what it is that yeah. didn't quite lift off. And in this very energetic sort of dance... Um, 
something about her weight not being quite far, far enough forward, which you hear again and again in Latin dances. Yeah. The the ballroom is lean back and on the whole Latin is come forwards because you'll get the leg action yeah. if your weight is distributed in the right way. Yeah. And I think there was just a... For, for all of the incredible skills she displays, there was that might have been it, that, that there was 5% of kind of spring and bounce missing because her weight was too centred and it should have been a little forward. Well, at that point in the contest where everyone is very, very evenly matched, everyone is very, very good. <clears throat> extremely um, good. Extremely good. Yeah. So it's not just a popularity contest. Some of it's down to do we like you? Do we like your journey? Yeah. Do, how do we feel about you? But the other thing is, did your dance dazzle? Yeah. And the fatal thing to do if you're trying to sort of go, oh, remember that bit where she was to have a routine where I didn't remember any bits where she. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with this, is that because she was so good and so seamlessly incorporated into the, the company, yep. which is the job of the dance, mm-hmm. it meant that when it came to voting, I would have, maybe her not being there last week as well, made it fatally sort of... Possibly. You drop down memorability and all that the vote is sometimes to do with is, was it really memorable? I know, that's the problem. I think coming back from a week away, where we kind of already had a lineup of six dancers and then Ellie went home. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're back to six again. And yeah, maybe just filling that slot. I don't know. I I'm saying you're... in many ways, COVID is worse than football <laughs> for ruining things. I think it's like equal equal yeah, yeah. as bad. Um, but Kim, in terms of a story, I'm not quite sure. I still couldn't really tell you what hers is apart from she's incredible yeah. and really good at dancing and is having a lovely time. But in the end, at this late stage, being someone sans story kind of leaves you nowhere and I think that might have been her problem this week Um, but anyway so Craig gave her an eight so did Anton Motsi and Shirley gave her nines Um, I was surprised I mean I I, uh, despite what Anton said about the kind of weight distribution I thought it kind of reminded me of an Ellie dance Mm. in that she made all these amazing shapes and she did it right and she looked really gorgeous but there was uh, a kind of fluidity or a the dancing between the moves thing yeah. may be ever so slightly missing and maybe that's to do with the weight distribution again, I don't and know. And you're at the stage now where an eight is like giving a four. <clears throat> it is, it's really surprising. I was quite <laughs> shocked. Yeah, yeah, and Anton too, mm. normally so nice and supportive. And obviously, as we know, she ended up in the dance-off, which, this sounds so harsh, given the field that was left, yeah. I kind of think, fair enough. She was she was low down on the table, not for any other reason than... You know, it's it's the standard is way too high to just be turning in an eight performance. Um, although, arguably, I don't think she did, but um, yeah. the judges did think that. So, you know, she was always going to be in danger this week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On to Will and Nancy. Don't ask me anything. I'm eating a mince pie. Okay, well that's good. I get I get to monologue for a bit. Then. For a bit I'm I'll te- do, you me, do you want me to tell you what really has started to get on my wick is about it, Will? Is it me eating a mince pie. No, carry no, on. Shush, and close your mouth when you're talking, please. And when you're talking, when you're eating. Um, so I, I lost count this week of the times that Will said, "I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> I'm a really emotional. I'm emotional. I'm an emotional person." In a way that, after all, I just think. If you are an emotional person, like, say, I don't know, 
Ellie or mm-hmm. any of those contestants Carlos. are. Yeah, yes, Carlos, <laughs> any, any of them. You don't need to keep bloody saying it. It's almost like he's trying to drive the point home and Shirley keeps on referencing his, quotes, competitive spirit. Yeah. And I think my brain's putting those two things together and he's trying every trick in the book to make people love him. And it's working. It's definitely working. In a popularity but, contest, no, but the when dirty you're, dog! But when you're trying like that, it kind of says... You can't just, so, I don't know, Hamza, for example, you can't just be and it leaks out of you in a delightfully natural way yeah. and leaks out of you. It sounds disgusting. Um, if you're Will, you're kind of forcing it. You're forcing it to the forefront. Like, this is what I want you to know about me. This is what I want you to see about me. And I'm afraid me, I'm cynical as anything. I really, really don't warm to those people. Do you know what it is? Stop telling it's, me how to feel about it you. It is a reality TV trope. And yeah. you as a fan who's watched a lot of this for work and also for pleasure, mm. we both watch a lot of reality TV. Yeah. After all, when someone declares what they are, mm-hmm. whether that person's a politician or whether it's someone who's Ooh. who's in Big Brother and they say the big thing about me is, yeah. you kind of want to go, whoa, 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 I'm watching you yeah. and I'll find out. I reckon I'll work it out myself. Yeah, and Thanks. Big Brother used to be the thing, they're, they're opening VTs. They would always say, the big thing about me is a very friendly people person. Then you watch them be horrible for weeks. I know. You know the pleasure is working out the disjoint of that. And my my, I'm like you, my ears prick up when someone says, mm. the big thing about me is, I go, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. And if I'm watching you, the weird thing about Strictly is because it's not a reality show. No. You see little glimpses of them in a constructed VT. But it is a kind of shop window and advert for future yeah. work, you know. They, but they can kind of control the narrative a lot more than you can do in, in the jungle or in Big Brother or something. So you can keep just saying, I'm a very sensitive person, I really love my mum and dad, my kids mm. are really important to me. And I'll never find out whether that's true or not. No. But it makes you even more of a detective and you lean and you start getting paranoid <laughs> and go, I bet if he's saying that, he isn't. Because you've seen so many reality shows. Yeah. You know the setup is when someone says, I'm very, very fun, everyone likes my sense of humour, that they're going to be the person who'll be evicted in week two. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. It I don't makes think you suspicious. You, yeah, I don't think any of us can tell people what to think. Have it, it, it just says that I need to, uh, even if he doesn't know it, it says I need to control what you're seeing of me. Yeah. And that's obviously reading far too much into it, but it doesn't make me feel very relaxed when he's on screen. It I makes like me that feel he makes little, you tense. A little twangy, a little tense. But anyway, he did a very, very beautiful foxtrot um, to some song or other from Miss Saigon, one of the worst, most forgettable musicals of all time, in my it personal w- opinion. It wasn't in the helicopter, therefore <laughs> I didn't remember it. Um, I remember, I'm a bit starred a helicopter. Yes, well, I, I would rather have seen perhaps one of them play the helicopter. Yeah. That would have been fun. <laughs> Go, uh, spinning round and round and round like memorable. a kid. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, can I just say, by the way, despite what you said about not, uh, not believing him the uh, word I wrote down for this was sensitive this is the first time I'd seen yeah, him yeah no, the dance was great this is the first time I'd seen him dance like he claims to be yeah because I've seen him do lots of energy lots of sass lots of sort of come on thing. I for the, this is my favourite mm-hmm. dance he's done I, it, think. I think it's the best one he's done because for it, sure. this was the one that lived up to his billing and actually the judges agreed it was his high yeah. school I think watching him do something where it wasn't just about being sort of sassy and confident and yeah. good hip movements just this, being some hips with, it was with very, a face and it was very exposing <laughs> he was out there on his own there were no yes. props no extra dancers slow no and, helicopter and very pared back and, um, yeah I was waiting to go like you oh you said you're sensitive and I thought no that was a sensitive dance they, that was a lovely expression 
of your own self-image. Yeah, And it was really well done, I thought. And maybe you don't need to say quite so much yeah. what you are because you just showed everyone what exactly. you want them to see. You controlling weirdo. What, um, via performance? What? Oh, God, showbiz, it's so false. But I liked it. I thought this was a showbiz version of what his VTs say. Yeah, no, I, 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 I know exactly what you mean. I watched Nancy throughout and I really felt, for me, like this. I, I, I loved the dance from yeah. start to finish because I absolutely loved watching her in this. I think she performed it so beautifully. Yeah. They brought um, out the best in each other. This was a, one of those ones where, where the pairing yeah. made each other look brilliant. I, 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 I really liked this one. It I was, was surprised. It was a total um, success of the thing we were talking about earlier, which is now as a pro, it's time to show off your partner. Yes. It's a very, very... I'm mean, Not that they've not been doing that every week, but this is a time to show what they can do, what they're good at. Obviously, they said his ballroom frame was better and... Um, and, and that it was a very emotional routine. Motsi said she loved it. She was filled with a flush of emotions. Um, can I just say as well, just as a nice little nod here, a really nice, simple costume, that kind of sort of military costume. Mm. Showed him off. Very often when you say, hey, the boys' costumes are sexy, it's because they've got their chests out. I know. It was just a really nice, masculine... Um, it's a foxtrot. You can't have his nips out on a foxtrot. But it was but it was, <laughs> uh, it was, was a nice to see one that wasn't just to do with them being in a tux or something. Or well, they didn't good... put like sequins on his military yeah. epaulets. It was a really good West End <laughs> musicals lead costume. Yeah. Yeah. He went, you two look great. You look like the leads in a musical. Yes, you're right. He didn't have any kind of aesthetic help to look like a star, but he did definitely convey yeah. star quality it was in a, that dance. Yeah, it was an officer and a gentleman chic, and it was brilliant. I'm being very hard on him. Honestly, I know he's a, obviously he's got all tens. Like, he's a great dancer. <laughs> I just, I have this, like, little spidey sense that it's tingles. he knows Lee Francis. Yeah, sorry, maybe that's it. <laughs> We're back to the bloody man in the bloody hat again. Right, carry on. You're not Pharrell. Go home. Uh, sorry. So, yeah, Motsy loved it, said she was really moved by it. Um, Shirley said, Shirley, again, Shirley said, I can see your competitive spirit. I can see your nipples. Kind of like one of the witches <laughs> saying to Macbeth, like, I know what you're up to, mate. I can see behind um, the mask. <laughs> um, she said, you weren't acting. This was heartfelt. It was coming right from your soul. Yeah. Beautiful footwork. The footwork was absolutely, I was watching his feet at times and my God, impeccable. Very good. Anton said it was a complete performance um, uh, and you managed to squash you know, the, the story of the whole show of Miss Saigon into you know a minute and a half of a dance routine. It was really poignant. Saving a lot of time and saving you having to watch the musical <laughs> that, Miss Saigon. Thank you. Now I never Public fucking need service, to. Um, and, uh, and Craig said, oh, it takes me back to 89, darling, when mm. I was in Miss Saigon. But I promise you we weren't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can only imagine what Craig might have been doing in a Western show in the late 90s and <laughs> early 80s. I'm sure he was having a lovely time. Um, <laughs> but he said it was thoroughly gorgeous. Then he got out his nine paddle. Everybody else got out tens. The crowd went wild. Um, and and uh, Will celebrated with an extra, I'm an emotional person. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wrote underneath, how many times? How many times? But it was his highest score. He, he did He did it. deserve it because he's, he's an, an emotional, emotional person. <laughs> now we move on to the only dance that needed to be on this show on, on, on Saturday night, on Friday night, this for me was everything. When she appeared, when Helen appeared with Gorka, everything else just dissolved, disappeared, became unimportant. I cannot put into words how much I loved this dance, her doing this dance, the styling, absolutely everything, even down to Gorka wearing like a kind of corset. Like they went full on Weimar cabaret yeah black hearts kind of like oh it was just really evocative it was amazing to watch it happen twice because musicals where you've got this huge breadth of things you can do yeah. and they went you've just done Chicago yeah. you've just done sort of sexy murderers thing. totally went, right you're going to go you know, even further you're going to go even further oh this, than this was on another level and it was brilliant and also very, very uh, sort of a good thing to do at the moment while everyone's been talking about what a great production of Cabaret there is on mm-hmm. it's in people's minds it's, yeah. really, it's very a good choice good choreography a fantastic thing and to show her off yeah. what a perfect thing to choose and 
and I and I wish I had, but I haven't seen the cut. So there's a current production in yeah. the West End of Cabaret, and I saw um, when they did the change over the cast. So um, Jesse Buckley, a former uh, who Nancy, was, who was bludgeoned out of the Nancy exactly, <laughs> tragically at the age of sixteen on the la- on the final. We saw it live, didn't we? It was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Awful. Yeah, traumatic bludgeoning but, by Bill Sykes. <laughs> but anyway, um, so she and Eddie Redmayne were the original um, Sally Bowles and the MC in this West End yeah. production. It's now had a few changes of cast, and just at the point they were changing over cast uh, there was the Olivier Awards in London in, in the Royal Albert Hall and I can't remember the name of the actor because I'm terrible and I don't like musicals yeah. but the woman taking over the role of Sally Bowles who was extraordinary um, I so I saw her sing um, Life is a Cabaret yeah. and I've seen that done a few times and I do really like Cabaret I think it's I think it's because it's so goth and kind of unsettling yeah. and upsetting and yeah. about horrible things there's something really brilliant about doing that to music and in song and in dance and um, and she came on and did Life as a Cabaret. And it's like in a, in a kind of suit, three sizes too big for her, like like she'd put on a man's suit or her dad's suit or something. Yeah. Her makeup kind of smeared down her face, her hair a mess, and just like almost roaring the words out at the audience with so much venom and so much spite and hate and self-loathing. And I was just like, Jesus, this I would see. I mean, yeah. It's far too expensive. I can't afford it. Humans um, can't go see musicals. Literally, you have to be a multi, multi-millionaire just to even stand near the theatre. Um, but um, but maybe we will go and see it before it shuts if we can scrape together the cash. Sell the house. Sell our child or something, it'd be fine. Because I think what they did with this dance, just sorry, to ra- in a roundabout way of getting back to Helen and the only dance that matters, um, is they channeled that really... Sometimes you can see a production of Cabaret and they won't quite plumb the depths in terms yeah. of the depravity and the darkness and the misery and the it's, self... It's a desperate musical. It's a musical yes. about desperate people in a desperate situation. People in denial of what's coming, like yeah. Hitler is coming, fascism is coming. Anyway, we're getting rather dark. But um, this dance, just because of channeling, I think, Helen's rage, anger, justified kind of absolute fury at, at, the, at what's happened to her and where she finds herself now... The two things came together and they this dance for me, it was electrifying. I thought that the um kind of the, the temperature it set right from the beginning, her face was incredible. Like there was a little sarcastic moment um right at the beginning where she does something like, um Toodaloo. Now I'm done, toodaloo. And her face was just sort of contorted into like a really sarcastic smile and then a kind of little raise of the eyebrows, like doesn't matter, and she just did the toodaloo thing. And it was like she was saying off your fuck yeah. to her ex-husband and it to, was amazing. You know, it, it channeled all load, of that. It channeled a load of emotion, and spite, and anger, and sa- they've talked about oh, giving God, her. God, it was so good. They've talked about giving her sass and the sass yeah. that she's had when she's been doing the dances, which have brought out sort of like bad girl, sort of confident yeah. Helen, has been sort of a sort of jive rock and roll sass. Yeah, this was cruel and mean. It was great, savage, and you went, oh, that's beyond sassy now. You're kind of going, I am. A, I, it was a really simple it's bit like of It's like I'm moving on. Fuck you, Look, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry about all the fucking. But when you're talking about <laughs> journeys in, in this the show, one of the journeys is, at the beginning I couldn't do something, now I can do something. Yeah. Therefore, at the beginning, all the other things I couldn't do, I might be able to do those. What you're teaching people when they say, oh, your confidence is growing. Yeah. Well, that's saying what you thought was impossible is now possible. Yeah. That's the biggest journey anyone can have. Totally. Is to think that something which you couldn't achieve, you can now achieve. She has proved herself able to do things at a point where she probably thought she couldn't do anything. No, completely. And, and that I, was all in her face. I think what they've what's ha- what's what Helen's been given isn't just dance training and confidence. What she's been given, and I think this is what that dance really showed and why I'm so overexcited yeah. about it, is they've given her dance the, the Gorka and the people teaching her to dance have given her a means of expression. Yeah. 
And that was almost for me like watching therapy. That's a good word like for a, it. Like a breakthrough in kind of, you know what? You can be angry if you want. You don't have to keep saying, well, I'm just going to brush myself off and put a smile on my face. And no, do you know what? Why don't you go out there and make anger look the best it's ever fucking looked? You go, girl. Don't forget where she started off. She doesn't just start from being a woman who's had a shit year. No. She starts from being a Blue Peter presenter. Yeah, and resilient. Giving a, giving a Blue Peter presenter permission for anger right. is quite a mission. So I, powerful. And I made a note here and I said, this is definitely the best Blue Peter underwear performance <laughs> since Sarah Green and Janet Ellis did Victorian corsetry. Trust you to remember that. I, I bet mean, that I went it, into your young brain. I think brain, it's in like... one of the annuals and it's <laughs> quite an important moment in uh, quite a, quite a formative Let's moment. Let's say it's formative. It's a formative it moment, was, yeah. but yeah, that, which I remember being quite a big deal. Was that think, Janet Ellis? Janet Ellis and Sarah Green. And it might have been Tina Heath, actually. The, th- the three Blue Peter women got That's together right. and, and they did, or it might have been Karen Keating. It was around that sort of era. It's important for the listeners to know as well that we did end up years and years later um, <laughs> because I was on Twitter saying, I really need somewhere to stay in Derbyshire. I'm going to go and see a friend. Does anybody know of anywhere? Janet Ellis herself absolutely love her anyway yes. just replied and said oh um my friend simon runs a lovely b&b at his farm in dethic and i was like De- dethic but that's simon groom's farm in De- simon your friend simon runs a b&b so we ended up staying at simon groom's <laughs> farm in dethic it was the loveliest experience it i've ever had nice. in b&b for obviously so many reasons too many to go into now and you got sleep in the bed where janet ellis stays uh, which i'm assuming was one of the best moments of your life quite exciting to spend time <laughs> in that world <laughs> But I think anyway, back to Janet Ellison underwear. Carry but, on. Yes, these moments where you <laughs> take someone. I mean, again, it's one of the things. The very, very basic form from which Strictly is born yeah. is it's a mixture of, and I forgot to mention this. It's a mixture of the Morecambe and Wise. We said again, uh, Angela Rippon high kicking. It's also all star record breakers. Yes. You spent on Christmas where you suddenly saw all your oh, children's yes. presenters, and it would be Bernard Cribbins and Brian Cant, and they'd come out and very often sort of slightly prim and staid sort of children's presenters revealed that they have, of course, had dance training and been in cabaret They're, and yeah. came out and they were all dressed up and very often were quite sexy. And you were a little kid going. Hang on, Maggie Henderson from Ragtime is a bit of a sort. I'm so confused. Yeah, and this had that lovely thing of going, you're taking her and you're not only giving her... The problem with her as a person trying to express anger yeah. is her career up to that point has been being nice. Yeah. And this has said, you can go on television, you can be professional, you can do all the things you used to do as a Blue Peter presenter, yeah. and you can not give a shit. Oh, it was and so it was, good. Yeah, there's a sense of liberation in there that's something to do with, well, with, with her professional career as well. So, so brilliant. Anyway, I, th- I think we've probably expressed uh, in, in more ways than necessary how fucking much we love that dance. Um, I just wrote down giant fuck you at the end. I just, I, it, it made me feel empowered and I don't even have a cheating husband. If it had ended, you know, like the end of the, the Chicago one where uh, in the film it says Roxy Hart and Velma yeah. in Lights at the end and this one it said Molly. If it had said fuck you in Lights fuck at the end, you. imagine if, you, if that the way Strictly had got off our screens. It'd just go, boom, fuck you. And then it had gone to, I'm sorry, there appears to be a technical problem. That would have been the right sensation. No, yeah, no, completely. But it didn't even need that. So the, the, the reaction in that room, I think uh, Nikita, was standing up on his table kind of like pumping the air repeatedly like people were I mean they are a lot of weeks they're already supportive of each other Every other person on the cast of that show was on their feet going, yes, Helen, yes. You could feel the energy in the room. Everyone's like pumping the air and it felt like absolutely sensational. It was just, just off the chart. It was, it was brilliant. I would have killed to have been in the studio at the end of that dance. So, so good. Shirley was up on her feet. She said, I mean, bless Shirley. She's stuck in the 80s. Who'd have thought you're a mummy of three? <laughs> it's like, well, no, she has a fair point. Uh, she said it was sensational. She had goosebumps. Um, it was off the charts amazing coordination she'll treasure the memory forever 
Anton was reduced to just making sounds. Uh, uh, it was like um, it was like in the day to day. Can you somehow put a noise? Uh, it was literally Spartacus Mills covering like, that. It was terrible. and oh yeah, and yeah, he did, he didn't he didn't have a lot, but he, what he had was emphatic. When Anton sounds like Robin, the caveman from Ghosts, you know things yeah. are going. Oh no, I'm it's, that's, that's the best moment. You know you've really danced when you completely you t- when you've taken Anton back in time from a guy in a tuxedo to a guy in a big fur. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it when Anton loses the power of speech. Uh, Craig, Craig said you could have used your centre being and then just was drowned out with the most deafening boos I've ever heard in my life. Good booing, wasn't it? Like, completely fantastic. Like it was unrelenting. They wouldn't stop. And Motsi was just sort of teasing him and laughing at him. Um, but but he did say it was brilliant um, and, and obviously pointed out that that Fosse influence was yeah. so brilliantly handled Um Anyone? Do you remember um, Faye from Steps doing the, the kind of fossy number with yes. the big long strap-on kind of plait? Do you remember yes, that she had yeah, to do yeah. some hairography with it? That it's it had a similar effect to me uh, on me as that routine. It's a I nice, love it. It's those nice moments where you realise that Strictly Come Dancing is really good. It has a, a good the Latin and ballroom mixture, and, yeah. like. and then occasionally a couple's choice, and you're reminded of the other forms of dancing oh, so that you see and enjoy regularly. Like uh, when Rose and Giovanni were doing sort of modern choreography, so it's like the sort of proper modern dance. You went, yeah. oh, we don't have that. And when they do street dance, you don't have that. And this was, oh, Fosse. That's an astonishing sort of dancing that isn't on the Strictly list, and it looks so good when it's done well. It nothing looks cooler than one of yeah. those slick back hair black little outfit fossey <laughs> routines nothing is cooler Motsi said you know the song's called Mine Hair but now we're re- renaming it Mine Adama obviously she got the German tenses right uh, but yeah, because she's German or she's from Germany. That's cheating. <laughs> she lived in Germany for long enough. Um, and she just said, you commanded that. You had the attitude. It was a really strong performance. And and Craig, I believe, was was wrong in his nine paddle. I always think at this stage, if someone's good, just fucking let them have the ten. Yeah, yeah. I put someone put someone at the top <clears throat> of the table. There's a, there's a sense that by giving an eight, you're putting someone quite comfortably at the bottom of the table. There's a certain timidity about putting someone at the top. And I yeah. think that they should have the confidence to say, look, one of these dances, and they, they'd seen almost all of them by that point, if you give 40 for this one, then you, you can give 40 for the next one if you want to. It doesn't I, leave you nowhere to I go. I feel like by this stage in the competition, more people get 40s. Yeah. And he's being very stingy with that paddle, almost like he knows it's his currency, like the Craig 10 means yeah. more than any other 10. But um, I think that was worthy of a Craig 10. Maybe like Liz Truss, he should go up to 11. <laughs> that would be really good if he brought that brought that in. Uh, just last last week, Craig's eleven paddle comes out, and you go, oh, "I never knew it was there." It that makes, would be nice. It makes all the other scores he's given look stingier. That's <laughs> that's so Craig. <laughs> anyway, he was a nine. Obviously, everybody else was ten, 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 um, and uh, all the people around, all the contestants around Helen and Gorka in Claudia's area after just chanting 40, 40, 40. It's such because a support it a, group. It was a forty. <laughs> no, it is completely brilliant. Um, she deserved a forty for me. In terms of her story and her journey, journey. If she's not in the final, I won't watch it. So there'll be no podcast. Just so you know. <laughs> so to the last dance, closing the show were Fleur and Vito with their beautiful quick step to "I've Got Rhythm" from an American in Paris. Um, the styling of her this week, wow, was just delicious. She was wearing this kind of canary yellow fifties swing dress. It was so her good. hair. Was the look, just everything. sculpted, beautiful kind of forties, fifties thing. This going was on. for all the nans and mums who got. I don't know any of the musicals oh, at the yeah. beginning. Thank God we got. I mean, I must admit, you must do one of these. I don't mind if you only go back as far as the sixties, sure. few musicals. But please drop in one classic musical because there are a lot of people who watch this who are a little bit older. 
Definitely. And, and me. Or just you. <laughs> I mean, you're you're both of those things. But yeah. also, yes, it's a, the trad doesn't have to completely disappear. I love no. how much contemporary stuff is coming in now. I love how much the representation has changed. Yes. And that men can dance with men and women can dance with women. But strictly for everyone and it's yeah. a selection box and don't forget to put in some I don't know uh, not orange creams what would this be? Probably a, a strawberry cream for, for Nan. Yeah fair enough someone, some, someone whose teeth aren't so good. Yeah take the hazelnuts out they're a bit, bit, bit problematic but I think this was a lovely thing about saying yeah you've got an enormous diversity in those different ways make sure you maintain that diversity in here put in something absolutely classic and absolutely beautiful and yeah. the choreography the look the styling was all it was American in Paris but it was also that when she there was a moment where she went solo yeah. and she was swishing her dress back and forwards that was Rita Moreno from Oh, uh, West Side God, Story it's the America so dance good. and I went oh God she'd be and it was another audition for musical theatre you went completely. she just smash it oh she is an all rounder and a triple threat and all of those things she's absolutely brilliant that she can do Beyonce and this and you went this is completely classic yeah 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 I, I, I was I, I wrote down the word I have just gasped there was a tiny <laughs> bit at the beginning where there was a lot of uh, group dancing and then there was a tiny moment each where they sort of did a tiny fraction of a bar mm-hmm. solo and her one was so characterful. In about three steps, she told you who she was. She it put was, so much into yeah, it. Yeah, she's good. She's absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, I've got to find some new adjectives. <laughs> she's brilliant. Her feet were flawless. So she, this is a quick step. You have to cover the floor. You yeah. have to, but, but the steps were even faster than normal quick step timing. It was. She said that afterwards. It was faster. almost too fast. And yet somehow her feet were exquisite she flew absolutely flew around that floor the motion that you were saying about covering the floor they'd done something with the extra dancers which was really good as well it wasn't a ma- whereas kim had got lost in a mass of dancers yes sometimes they'd done stuff which was supposed to evoke those big gene kelly montages where he's uh like there's a got a dance thing from singing the rain yeah. where he's going from place to place to place and meeting people yeah. meeting the people on the street can i come for an audition here but there's it, no mistaking her for another she, dancer she was in that dress she was really picked out and then yeah. she was meeting people so she was meeting like officer crabtree from hello hello and did a dance with him which i really <laughs> Really liked it was yeah. it was like good morning good morning yeah they took her by an arm each didn't they and kind of did a little and yeah. so the feature dancers were all characters so it felt like not only was she moving across the dance floor but it felt like you're watching a montage from a 50s film where she'd go to like uh in funny face i think where you're cutting the robert weinstein cutting from location to location yeah. it had 50s 60s musical film directing in it, it did. which is what if you see the sound of music where she's where every line is in a different mountain yeah. Yeah, yeah. it had that feeling of she's covering a huge distance and she did that by it being really fast and the choreography including loads of characters very very clever yeah it was extremely clever obviously it's the last dance of the night often suffers from um, uh, a lack of time left at the end for yeah. anyone to say anything about what they really thought so luckily they already liked this one uh, <laughs> Marcy said uh, no sorry uh, Anton first of all said you know if we're looking at who's going to be in the final well as far as I'm concerned you're in which is really nice, marvellous. Craig said gorgeous, it had class, it had, it had style. Motsy said you sprinkled some magic onto the you know, the, the competition. And um, Shirley said she loved the look, the frame is getting better and you're a star. But it was that quick. Like the time it just yeah, took me yeah. to say it, that's how quick the judging was. They had to do not only the steps twice as quickly, but the judging had to be done at a super quick step pace. <laughs> it really did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to slow it down to hear what they were saying. Um, Craig and Shirley gave nines and Motsy and Anton gave her tens. So um, that... That left, well, it, uh, after a week of, as Claudia said, Lions, Lycra and Liza. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the title of the podcast, haven't decided yet. Um, it left Will and Helen joint leads uh, on the top of the board there, followed by Molly and Fleur, both on 38. So 39 for the two tops, 38 Molly and Fleur, and then Hamza 36 and Kim 34. <laughs> So with that in mind, it was a nervous wait, I'm imagining, on Friday night uh, to see who'd be in the dance-off because, frankly, 
None of them deserve to be. Either they could have a dance off with two audience members, perhaps, or, or they Claudia could ju- and Tess could do it. They could and just one go, down could a, go. <laughs> go down to a bar, see who gets COVID, <laughs> and that person's out for next week. In the traditional that way, that feels a bit gentler than actually sending yeah. one of them home. It was so so hard uh, this this week, and it, it was always going to be. Um, so uh, in the end, Kim, who was bottom of the table with the judges, also bottom of the table with voters it seems so she was in the dance off um with molly who i mean if whoever it had been it would have been yes. crap um obviously i think that was molly, one of molly's best ever performances so she absolutely didn't deserve to be there but someone was always going to yeah. be and now you find out who the phone votes are coming in for i don't know it makes molly possibly look doubtful for the final i really fucking hope not because she's great yeah um and in in the final um the final two dances obviously they, they judge them again kim I think did brilliantly um, and I just assumed it would be a, a, across the board for Molly because I think just think she's an Qu- astonishing Qualitatively for the judges who are going to go on on skill and talent and things rather than moxie pluck and energy yeah she's there she's always been their favourite oh absolutely but actually it was closer than that in the end so Anton did did save Kim and Graziano I think maybe just because they perhaps slightly up their game in the dance off um, but yeah, head judge Shirley had the casting vote and she saved Molly and Carlos. I think that was the right decision. Um, I think because it couldn't be Will because apparently he's too good. It had to be Kim this week. Yeah. If there's any sort of, you know, justice about all of this. Um, it, going actually, into... it, would have been, it would have been weird. I'm looking at who might go out, who's yeah. in that. They're no longer, they're no, no one's a bad dancer, but no. I would say that Will's one of the people I would not necessarily 100% expect to see in the final. I could live without him in the final, but he's been so good the last but, two weeks. Yeah, this week he can't go out on that dance because no. that was sensational. So I think that's fair. I think so too. Although, again, on, on any other contest, on any other week, Kim wouldn't go out on not that routine. She was really, really good. Um, so now we're left with Hamza, Fleur, Molly, Helen and Will in the semi-final. That's going to be next Sunday. Everything's buggering about again. What? I know. So Sunday is the main show and then Monday night is the results show, if you please. What? And That's a you. school night. You I can't just, do that. I wish football would give it a fucking rest. Or if football could go off and be in a country a long way away that we don't want to visit. Maybe someone, well, a country that's got a completely different calendar and totally different social attitudes. <laughs> Put it there where we don't have to watch it. Oh, they have done that, but apparently everyone still is. <laughs> I wish it would just go away but anyway apparently it's quite popular with some people so you know we're not everyone Joel we're not everyone um get out <laughs> boo you're boo from my pub yeah I'd like to leave you with the image of um I, I can only only if you saw it can I now put this into your brain but the image of Craig in what looked like a Jimmy Savile wig looking like he'd had a stroke right at the end there when they opened the voting it just yeah. really didn't know what they were going for <laughs> didn't know why he was wearing that particular wig the others were all in what were they in like they were doing Mamma Mia Mamma Mia and so they were kind gear. of in sort of 70 disco so which so which Mamma Mia was he which which was he Mel, Meryl Streep or? I don't know I think he was Pierce Brosnan <laughs> after a stroke and it wasn't nice <laughs> it was really weird didn't like it anyway we will be back next Monday because you Whenever. can't I mean it's so complicated now I'm just trying to God knows when the final is probably on a Thursday and at probably 2 last PM. week I know we probably already missed it um, so yeah we'll be back on Monday not this coming week but the next week but mm. you know it'll all make sense when you see Strictly on Sunday so thank you for listening come and find us at Curse of Strictly on Twitter we're clinging on by our fingers there um, and Joel I didn't want to say anything, but can you take the corset off now? You look stupid. I thought I looked like Janet Ellis. You look like Christopher Biggins in the Rocky Horror Show. It's not nice. I love you. Okay, um, until then, see you next week and... Don't, don't stop, stop dancing! dancing.